you know, there's upsides to moving away from home too. And if you went to college in the same city as you, or you were often home while you were in college, um, you know, moving to a new city, exciting opportunities. You can make new friends. You can meet new people. You could reinvent yourself. You can, there's so much, the world is your oyster. And that is a beautiful thing. Um, and you know, that, that would be fun. Like I would love to do that too, but I get to do that in my own city, which is really freaking cool and really nice because again, saving money, um, especially in this economy, (laughs) but you know, there's pros and cons to each one and there's downsides to moving away from home. I did that for college and I did that even further for law school. And you know, it was, it was difficult not being close to your family or your friends, the people that you knew growing up, growing up, that people who knew you and having to make new friends and, you know, you beat people and you realize people aren't raised the same way as you and cultural differences and backgrounds and experiences and so much affects the way that we perceive the world. And, you, you know, you realize that when you move away from home. But I think it is such a beautiful thing and it teaches you so much about the world and people and how to treat people and how to act around people and how to act in certain situations, but also about yourself. Hi friends, it's Kayla Moran and welcome back to the Let's Get Candid podcast. How is everybody doing today? I can't believe it's already June. Happy June. We are officially in summer. It's hurricane season now here in Miami. I'm officially back home. So many exciting things going on and bar prep has officially begun. But before I talk about bar prep, which I will talk about a little bit on this episode and of course in an upcoming intro, maybe a solo if I have a chance to fit one in. So many episodes I want to get up for you guys that have already been recorded. Um, But I really want to do a solo this week because I officially graduated from law school a week and a half ago. I'm now Kayla Moran JD. I don't know if that's ever going to get old saying that. Maybe when I am Kayla Moran Esquire, but you know, got to study and pass the bar first, which I will. Um, But it's just, I want to talk all about how it really feels to be done with law school. I talked so much in the last three years, especially on the podcast in the last almost year already, just how difficult and strenuous and emotionally daunting this process is and I've shared that on guest episodes that I've done and you know I'm very open about that on all of my platforms but it's over I did it I made it through I'm you know I graduated I have my juris doctor and all I'm waiting for is the diploma in the mail and you know I'm gonna blast it all over the internet when I get to hang it up in my office but it's a feat Law school is no easy journey. It's not just like college. It's so much more. And I know that medical school is literally a hundred times worse. So I don't know how they do it. But wow, I can officially say I survived law school and I'm a better person for it. And I am truly thankful. I wouldn't be the person I am today had I not gone to law school. And I wouldn't have started this podcast had I not gone to law school. And I did an episode a couple months back on all the things I learned in law school and 
I kind of talk about to like what I wish someone would have told me before I went to law school. So that episode is already live. Um, and though I'm going to touch on a, quite a few of those same topics here, but I really just want to reflect on my law school experience and what it was really like and how it feels to be done and post-grad life. Like, what am I up to? Um, what, what are my goals? you know, going into my official adult life, you know, I'm no longer a kid anymore. I'm, I mean, I wasn't for a while now, but like you're in college and you live in a college town and you still feel like it sometimes, but you know, now I'm officially adulting and you know, what my career plans are, what my life plans are, what my life is going to look like for the next couple of months. Cause of course I can't go too far into the future that can change and will change, but just kind of the, the vision I have for myself right now and of course talk a little bit about my big vision big picture plans but we all know those are going to change but I have a glass of wine with me I have a glass of Cabernet Sauvignon and um we're gonna just have a wine night and chill um if you're listening to this in the morning hope you enjoy your coffee or your matcha or however you like to start your mornings warm water with lemon um but it is currently 9 20 at night so we are relaxing after a full day of bar prep. Before I jump into what I'm saying I'm going to talk about, I really want to fast do a quick suck and sweet of the week. And my suck of the week is that, I don't know, I've just been really struggling with friendships lately, which I will talk more about in depth, you know, talking about post-grad life and those big changes and things I didn't expect that were going to change. But, you know, I knew that very soon after graduation and moving home, there was going to be quite a few people that I just don't talk to as much, um, and that's okay, but there's been quite a few people that I am really close to, or I thought I was really close to, that my friendships are shifting, and I don't know, it's kind of a weird feeling, so that's my suck of the week, is just really feeling unsure in a few relationships and if I should continue them or how I'm supposed to feel when I'm talking to them and you know maybe it's just we're in di- we're going in different places in our lives and things are different but I don't know it's a little weird um but my suite of the week is of course that I am home but I said that last week so my suite of the week is really that I am I feel like I'm just coming into my own even with studying for the bar and not taking up 99.9% of my life for the next month and a half, um, almost two months, but just, you know, people, I'll talk about this later too, but people wanting to talk to me, wanting to hang out, things to do, opportunities are coming my way. And not just like on a brand partnership level and career level, but just networking and friendships and you know, people that I didn't expect to hear from ever again are congratulating me. And, you know, it's not like a, it doesn't, at least it doesn't seem like it's just like the half-ass, like I saw it on Facebook kind of congratulations. Like these people are texting me, they're going out of their way and they want to see me. And some of them are exes. So like kind of funny, but some of them are genuinely people that I do want to be friends with or reconnect with. So it's just been really nice to know that I'm coming into my own and Miami is truly the place that I'm meant to be, which I've known for a while. But now being back, I feel like Miami has embraced me wholeheartedly and 
there is nothing truly that compares to that, at least at this point in my life. Um, but yeah, talking about post-grad, what it's really like, how it feels. It's surreal. It hasn't hit me at all. I, I still just feel like I'm studying and nothing's really changed. And I don't think anything is going to hit me until I get my diploma in the mail and I can hang it up on the wall and I really can see the most expensive piece of paper in my life. But like really just see proof that I did it, that I made it through, that I could do it and that I did it. And just, it feels really surreal. It hasn't really hit me yet. And it feels really weird. Like that's like the best way to describe just how it feels is it feels really strange, but it feels really good too. Like I said, Miami has embraced me. It feels so good to be home. I just feel happier. I'm, I feel more alive than I ever did while I was in law school. And part of that is being home and being surrounded by people that I actually want to be around. But also it's just, it's this sense of accomplishment and confidence in myself because truly there were times throughout law school that I really didn't think I was going to make it, whether academically or just, you know, literally. And just knowing that I did it and being celebrated for it, even on an arbitrary level, really just, it does something to your confidence. It's like, you know, you made it and fake it till you make it, right? That's how, that's a big tip to gaining confidence, um, especially as a postgrad, you know, you're starting an adult job, moving to a new city sometimes, um, meeting new people, like you want to fake it till you make it, act like you have it all together so people are attracted to you and want to be around you and, you know, you, you're putting out that energy that you want to, you know, you're at, you're showing up as the person that you want to be, so that you become that person and confidence shows as you are actively working to become that person. And that's a great tip for postgrad life. I've been doing that. I'm just, I'm showing up as the person that I want to be, the lawyer that I'm, that I am. I'm not yet licensed, but the lawyer that I am and that I'm going to be, the woman that I'm going to be, the Latina that I am and that I can become. It's just, it's, it's empowering. It's exciting. It's, Honestly, like I'm in awe of myself in a weird way just because, again, I truly never thought that I could be this version of myself right now. And I owe it all to law school. And I say law school as like the grand like three-year period of my life, not just like the academic aspect of it, um, but just the experience of law school because law school is a lifestyle and it really just, it encompasses everything about you for three years um, for if you do a joint degree program or, you know, more if you do part-time or night school or however you do it. But while you are in law school, it can be really easy to allow it to encompass your entire life if you let it. And I made an active choice from day one to, or really early on at least, to be like, no, this isn't my entire identity. This isn't my entire life. Like there's more to me and I want to be more than just a lawyer. And I did the work to, to do that and to become more than just a lawyer yeah I'm just in awe of myself truly like the last three years of my life just all all of it like everything about it the people that I met the network that I built you know the opportunities that I had the experience that I had the bad dates that I went on 
the bad relationships, the bad friendships, the great friendships, everything. Everything that I experienced, you know, all the blood, sweat, and tears, like and literally blood because I fell down the stairs at school. Um, you know, truly, like it was so worth it. And having come out on the other side, I am just in awe of the person that I have become. And that's a great tip for confidence. Just like be proud of yourself. Like don't be humble about it. Genuinely be damn proud of the person that you are today. And you can be proud of who you are today and still want to improve tomorrow. It doesn't stop you from wanting to improve. It doesn't mean that you've hit your peak or you've reached, you know, where you're meant to be. Like, no, we are constantly evolving every day, a little by little, baby steps. We are getting better. We are getting stronger. We are getting more compassionate. And that's the beauty of life is that we are always evolving. We are allowed to always evolve. We don't have to stay in the same place and we shouldn't. But being in awe of what has gotten us to where we are now is so, so powerful and it's such a beautiful thing and it's honestly, it's just really exciting. So I think that's like the first part about just post-grad life is just that sense of awe and accomplishment and confidence in myself. And that confidence is just continuing to feed into all the things that I'm doing and that I want to do and also with bar prep, like, you know, this is going to be the next almost two months of my life and it's going to be taxing and it's going to be grueling and it's going to be emotionally draining and long days and long nights and it's going to be stressful and it's going to not be fun because I'm missing out on so many other things that could be happening in my life, things that I could be doing out in Miami, traveling, seeing my friends, do all these amazing things, which is why getting off social media is so important and I will do in a few weeks. But, you know, it'll all be worth it and it's temporary. But it just having the confidence to know that I got through law school, which was the hardest period of my life ever. I can get through two months. Even though law school is nowhere near as difficult as studying for the bar exam because there are subjects on the bar exam that we did not cover in law school. You can't possibly cover everything that you want to know for the bar, that you need to know for the bar in three years. You can't. Um, So imagine trying to cram it in in two months. Um, Obviously, the way that it's tested in law school is very different than the way that it's tested on the bar, which is why that happens. But, you know, knowing that I could get through three years of the most difficult three years of my life gives me the confidence to know that I will get through these two months and that is you know what's carrying me through and at this point in time I've only been studying for about a week and you know I'm not feeling it yet I'm really not feeling the the gruelingness the taxingness is that a word the taxing like feeling I'm I'm not I'm not stressed yet right now it just feels like FOMO and like damn it I could be doing something else or it's really nice outside. I would love to be doing this, but it hasn't really gotten there that to that point yet. And I know that it will, but I know that this confidence that I have right now will allow me to get through the next two months um, and through the exam because the week of the exam itself is just a whole nother ball game. But then two days after the exam, I'm going to Europe for three weeks. So that's also kind of getting me through. But yeah, post-grad life. I mean, what a whirlwind. What a whirlwind it is. It really is because it's just 
up and downs. Your emotions are all over the place. Like, I really didn't get emotional or cry at graduation. I talked about that last week on the intro, you know, and I felt guilty about that, but I had mourned the whole process already. I had been so disillusioned with law school and I had wanted to be done for so long, but when it finally happened, it was just like, okay, I did it. Like, chapter closed, book closed, time to, on to the next one. But, you know, I didn't allow myself to really be happy or enjoy it either. It was just like another thing I had to do. I was just going through the motions. But now that I'm home and I'm really, I feel like I'm coming alive. Like, you know, I feel kind of sad. There's parts of it that I miss. Um, Being close to some of my, like in physical proximity to some of my really close friends. Um, You know, it's a handful of them, but I do miss them. And, you know, not talking to them as regularly because we're all setting for the bar or most of us are or some working already. Um, but, you know, it's just, you know, it feeling surreal. That's an emotion in and of itself. Not feeling like you just did anything. Like you blinked and it happened and it's like, did I really just accomplish something? Like, oh wait, yeah, I, I actually accomplished a lot. Um on top of the emotions about personal growth and personal development and who I've become as a person and you know the loss of camaraderie that you you face because studying for the bar is a solo show like it's just you and your computer and your books for two months and you know it's important to have a life outside of the bar and still enjoy parts of your summer and be you know close to your significant other close to your family see your friends here and there but at the end of the day you're the only one who can get you through bar prep which law school it's a solo game too but you're not doing it physically alone whereas bar prep you are um so like that's weird um but yeah it's just been it's been a roller coaster but i am insanely proud of myself and just how far I've come and yeah again that confidence I just keep going back to to that confidence but um yeah so after the bar exam talking a little bit about postgrad plans and then I'll jump into advice for postgrad and things that I'm kind of going through and advice that I want to give um because I've I have graduated from college before so I did do the postgrad thing for about eight months before I went to law school, um, but postgrad life, like what that looks like for me. So after I take the bar exam and I go to Europe for three weeks, I will potentially be staying in Europe for another week with my family. So to be determined, and I will keep you posted on that. Um, but that would be so fun um, as like a family trip. But anyway, regardless, once I get back from Europe in about late August. Um, I'm going to start working as an attorney. I won't be licensed yet until about mid-September, but I will start working in September as an influencer marketing consultant. And once I get my license, I will also be an influencer marketing attorney. And I will be doing some intellectual property work, trademark work, and contract review as a consultant and as an attorney once I have my license. And then beyond that, I will be also the CEO of Connecta Social, and that is going to be my influencer management agency where I will be managing influencers and helping them negotiate brand deals 
and building their businesses. And that is something that I did not ever expect to fall into. I never would have known that this is a field that I would be good at or I don't know. I really just didn't expect this, but again, it's the power of networking and just putting yourself out there and confidence and just reaching out to people. And I've shared how I met Natalie and how I got my job at Rella on a previous episode with her. So go check that out. And I've also made some TikToks on it. Yeah. If it wasn't for reaching out to Natalie about a research paper that I had to write for school, I would never have you know, got in the job at Rella and I would have never fallen into influencer management. And I'm really glad that I did. (laughs) Like it really, everything really does just happen for a reason, truly. But I am building a business. I mean, I'm already a business. I have my podcast, I have my blog, I have my Instagram and TikTok and all of those are businesses. I do make money off of them, but truly building a business a company from scratch which isn't fully from scratch because I do have some experience leading in I do have some help in client building through my connections and through people that I know and through my friends who are creators really getting to build a business from the ground up I guess that's a better way of saying it um is not something that I expected to happen let alone so soon growing up we always thought that my brother would be the entrepreneur and that I would kind of be you know in politics, in law, you know, I would be successful and a business person in my own right, but as a lawyer or as a politician, I wasn't really the the business person type, the entrepreneur type. But throughout the last three years, I've really discovered that I am actually meant to be an entrepreneur. And I love, you know, getting to do something that I can call truly my own and I love being a part of a startup like Rella where I get to help build the systems that are in place and creating the processes and all of that like that to me is just so exciting and I'm a big picture thinker for sure I'm not as detail oriented but you know you hire for your weaknesses but being a part of all of that is just really exciting and fun for me and it's a challenge and it's a challenge and that I'm a challenge that I'm willing to accept more than ready more than willing to accept so you know didn't think it would happen this soon but I'm really excited for that opportunity and I cannot wait to work with Cameron Monet and her episode is coming up in a couple of weeks so be on the lookout for that but she is the attorney that has been my mentor for the last year year and a half on social media content creation and the law and how they intersect. Um, I did not know when I first thought that I wanted to combine social media and my passion or my passion for social media. I had no idea that originally when I wanted to combine my passion for social media and my interest in law that being an influencer's lawyer would be the path, let alone that it would happen so soon again. But truly, once I met her, I was like, oh my God, like this is it. That's what I want to do. Like that is literally what I'm saying I want to do. I didn't know that that was the thing. I didn't know someone was doing it, but you are like, can you be my mentor? Can you help me? And she was like, yes, absolutely. You have all of the things that it takes. You have the passion, you have the skill, you have the knowledge, you're front facing on the camera. You are like, yes, let's do this. And so she became my mentor and 
she offered me a job. So I will be working with her at a firm. I will be remotely working. I will be working remotely, but I will be part of her firm. And that is the other part of it too, is just once I was in law school and I had worked at a traditional law firm, you know, and I've worked at three traditional law firms in my life, but I had worked in person, I had worked remotely during the pandemic, you know, things were different, and I just realized that I'd much rather work remotely at least three days of the week. I don't mind coming into the office, it's not that I don't want to come into an office, I actually enjoy being in an office because of the social interaction aspect, but I get a lot more done and I'm a lot more productive when I am on my own schedule, so usually that means working remotely. And I also want to enjoy all of the money that I'm going to be making and the opportunities that are coming my way my way with my social media business as an influencer myself, my management agency as an entrepreneur. And I'm allowed to do both because Cameron is giving me that ability and also because I work remotely. So, you know, it's just the best of all of the worlds and all of the things that I'm interested in and involved in. And of course, it's going to take sacrifice and time management and prioritization, but it can be done and it will be done because that is truly what I want and what I'm willing to make the effort and sacrifice for. And I think that is super important to note that you, you know, we can't just demand to work remotely. I mean, we can. And a lot of people do now, especially, you know, after 2020 showed us that sometimes people are more productive remotely, but it's like, do you have a legitimate reason why you want to work remotely? Or is it just because you, like, because you can? Like, it's just, you know, are you still going to be putting the same energy and effort that you would be putting in if you were at the office? Because the reason companies want to have you in the office is to make sure you're doing the jo- your, your job, make sure you're doing the work that you are being paid to do. That is necessary for the business to succeed um and whatever it is so are you still doing it if you're remote and you know if not and they're not there's not tangible ways to track your your workload and that you are getting what you're saying you're going to get done done you know it's not really going to be as successful so knowing that i have the flexibility and the ability to work remotely and yet do all the things that I want to do and that Cameron trusts me to do it because I'm passionate about it and she knows that I'm passionate about it and she knows that I get my shit done like that is super important to me so I think that's another tip for post-grad life you know sprinkling them in here if you were say that you're going to do something go out and give it your best damn shot and back it up but if you don't commit to things that you cannot reasonably do or in your right mind know that you can do and if those things change those circumstances change then be honest and be upfront with whoever it is that you know whatever it is be upfront with whoever it pertains to but you know don't just throw like it's important to try out different things and try new jobs and try new hobbies and try out things you know but don't throw spaghetti at a wall and hope it sticks just for the sake of it like actually put in some effort and energy and invest in yourself Invest in the opportunities that can come your way through working remotely, through the jobs that you're doing, through the hobbies, through the friendships, through the relationships, through whatever it is, moving to a new city, traveling, all of that. And yeah, so 
those are my postgrad plans. I'm really, really excited. And because I'm working remotely as a an aside, but as a fun one, I get to travel and still work, um, which is really exciting because I can go with my mom to wherever she goes for work trips. I can go to LA and New York and do influencer events and, and you know, recordings in person um, with people in both cities because I have a lot of friends in both cities that I want to record with. Some of them I've already done on Zoom, but it would be really cool to be able to do in person now that I have the opportunity to do so. And, you know, I stay out there for a week and do an extended vacation, staycation, and work throughout the day and then have fun at night because that's what I'm going to be doing here in Miami, you know, just because we have quote-unquote full-time jobs whether that's a nine-to-five or 24-7 like an entrepreneurship job which is kind of the route that I'm going in um not kind of it is um doesn't mean that I can't have fun I'm still going to enjoy my time and I'm going to make the most of the little time I have in a day and on this earth and I'm going to make the most of it and working remotely that's one of the benefits of it is that we get to optimize our time but you have to again make that effort and invest in your time and prioritize and yeah, so I'm really, really excited. I have a lot of travel plans in mind and a lot of that I'm working on. The only one that I have booked right now is my bar trip for three weeks in Europe, potentially more, but have plans to go to Colombia at some point in the fall, maybe New York Fashion Week, um, and then probably Europe in the winter again, um, or South America again. So And then definitely want to do LA in the spring. And I'm thinking Dallas in about May to celebrate one of my best friend's birthdays. Amber, she's my childhood best friend. And she was on the podcast a while back as well. So go listen to that episode if you are curious about friendship and want to learn more about friendship and alignment and how friendships can evolve as we grow up. And I want to talk about that a little bit here too, but go check out that episode as well. But yeah, so... Again, so many exciting plans and so many things I can't wait to talk about and of course make content on for you guys. And truly, I just, I'm coming alive. Like, I don't know if you guys can tell. I feel like I'm chatty Cathy today more than I normally am. And I'm just excited to be here with you guys because I feel so good about where I'm at in my life. Whereas while I was in school, I really just, I wasn't in a good place. Even when things were going really, really well, I would kind of, complacent isn't the word, but I would I'd be waiting for the other shoe to drop and I just would be going through the motions and like baby and and tiptoeing my way around to not get hurt and I would sometimes still get hurt and I would get so upset with myself that things still bothered me and you know I just don't really feel that way anymore of course certain things here and there but I just I'm in a good place and even with bar prep and all of that to come i just i'm in a really good place and it's obvious it shows people are seeing it on social media my family is seeing it my friends are seeing it and brands are seeing it like partnerships are coming at me a mile a minute and i i feel so bad being like please reach out to me in september i'm on a hiatus right now but also it just feels really freaking good that all of my hard work is truly paying off and again it goes to that confidence thing that i talked about at the beginning it's just I'm just in a really good place. Um, But talking about friendship, um, yeah, my suck of the week was that I feel like some of my friendships are kind of shifting and I'm kind of in that unknown, like, am I supposed to continue being friends with this person? Do I want to be? Like, do I like how they make me feel? And, you know, I'm very open about 
if it doesn't serve you or a bigger purpose in your life or it's something you're passionate about like why are you still doing it check in with yourself look inward do the work and you know constantly be making adjustments as you go so you can live a more aligned and fulfilled life and continue evolving but you know you can't just cut people off for no reason and you know you can't you have to give it time you know you air your grievances and want to work things out and you know make amends and try you have again you have to put in effort and you know I just I don't want to lose a friend that I've had for so many years over multiple stupid misunderstandings but the same time it's just maybe we're just in different places in our lives and maybe we're viewing things differently and you know we're going in different directions and I can still love and support you from afar but maybe you're just not going to be someone that I talk to often anymore and part of that hurts me you know it hurts my feelings it hurts my heart because it's someone that I care about but you know I've just been in a really strange place with that um and that and you know a couple of situations that I'm not going to really get into here that have been affecting me lately but other than that I'm in a really good place um you know just you know relationship stuff um exes came out of the woodwork and kind of you know gauging is this someone that I even want to engage with at all or you know am I just gonna like say thanks and peace out or you know have we evolved into just friendship at this point that you know we can talk here and there but doesn't need to be more you know kind of navigating now that I'm back in Miami and people want me in their lives again like do I want to be in those people's lives too so there's a little bit of that going on um and you know that's just funny like I laughed when a few of them texted me or messaged me but but at the same time it's like oh like you do still like me like or or like I always thought you know we have there's two sides to every story and you know your perception is one way and then they obviously perceived it a different way and you know when they tell you how they perceived it or when you talk about it you know several years later in some cases a decade you're like oh maybe it really wasn't as bad as I thought it was like in my head and I wasn't as whatever and it's just really nice so there's a few people that are back in my life but just as friends truly they're just not people that I expected to talk to again and then there's a few people that have reached out I'm like yeah no and then of course I went on a bad date if you saw my Instagram stories last week then you saw quite the saga and I didn't say that to highlight or anything I don't want to put him on blast um it was more so just getting feedback on my reaction to the situation because afterwards I was like did I react badly but in reality like no um I did not although We all have different views on splitting the bill and that kind of thing, manners on a first date. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's about how someone makes you feel, not about, you know, what they do. And actions do speak louder than words. And, you know, so that has come through both in the dating and relationship side of things and also with friendships. And again, I knew that some friendships were just not going to survive law school. Um, or there's not going to be people I talk to regularly or often or about important things, but there's a few that I didn't expect to fall into that category and that, that's been a little bit of an adjustment, but you know, keep on moving forward. I have some amazing people in my life that have come into my life 
over the last, you know, mainly 15 years that I've, you know, since middle school, but truly in the last three to five years, I've built incredible friendships and I'm just really excited to to take them with me into the next phase of my life. And of course, people will come and go. Some people are in your life for a reason or a season or a lesson, but there are some that I just, I know they're lifers and I'm, I'm really freaking excited to see where life takes us in the next few years. Oh, I moved back home, um, which was a very controversial decision around my law school classmates because they were all like, I don't know how you could do that. I could never, yada, yada. And granted, it wasn't my first choice, but I'm grateful that I have the opportunity to do so. I don't take that lightly. I'm fully aware of that. And I'm also really lucky that they don't charge me rent, that I like the city that they live in, that I grew up in. I know not everyone can say that. And that... It just saves me money. Like, I'm saving so much money doing this that will allow me to live the life that I want to live on my own terms sooner. Financial independence. And I know it's not a popular decision. It's not for everybody. But it it truly is the best thing that I could have done at this point in time. So, I'm really grateful for it. And, you know, it's difficult. Don't get me wrong. There's times where it's like, I don't want to see my parents right now. But other times where I'm like, I'm glad they're there because I have someone to talk to or because they can make sure I wake up in the morning so I can study for the full day instead of laying in bed because it's pouring rain outside or having my dog and having someone to like hang out with during the day, even if it's a dog while I'm studying, he's just sitting with me and you know, I'm not alone. Um, But there are some rules. I was not one to be, you know, I didn't have strict rules growing up and I'm very lucky for that. My parents have always trusted me and are very, you know, considerate to me and my sensibilities and my, um, how I approach my life. But that has come with time and evolution of our relationship and lots and lots of therapy, lots and lots of conversations and you know I've I've been open about my relationship with my family not being the best and no one's is um no one's family is perfect and there's a lot that you don't see that people go through um and that's okay but I have gotten really lucky that in the last few years our relationship truly has improved and there's things we work on but every day you know I'm, I'm in therapy and we have active conversations and there's still times where we fight over stupid things or I say something that's rude and condescending or, you know, coming from a place of hurt from the past and I get called on it and I have to work on that. But at the end of the day, I'm really lucky that I don't really have rules. I can come and go as I please. I have full autonomy. I have my own car. You know, I am allowed to do what I want within reason and you know as long as i let them know that i'm not coming home that night ahead of time and that you know who i'm with and what i'm doing for safety reasons i'm pretty pretty damn free to do whatever i want so that's really nice and i know not everyone can say that and you know there's upsides to moving away from home too and if you went to college in the same city as you or you were often home while you were in college um you know moving to a new city exciting opportunities you can make new friends you can meet new people you could reinvent yourself you can 
there's so much the world is your oyster and that is a beautiful thing um and you know that that would be fun like i would love to do that too but i get to do that in my own city which is really freaking cool and really nice because again saving money um especially in this economy (laughs) but you know there's pros and cons to each one and there's downsides to moving away from home i did that for college and i did that even further for law school and you know it was it was difficult not being close to your family or your friends the people that you knew growing up growing up that people who knew you and having to make new friends and you know you beat people and you realize people aren't raised the same way as you and cultural differences and backgrounds and experiences and so much affects the way that we perceive the world and you you know you realize that when you move away from home but I think it is such a beautiful thing and it teaches you so much about the world and people and how to treat people and how to act around people and how to act in certain situations but also about yourself and I think that is the beauty of moving away from home so if that is you post-grad you're moving away from home or you want to move away from home and you're thinking about it you're planning for it like come talk to me um i would love to help you out but also just enjoy it such a beautiful time such an exciting time so many things to come and you know it's gonna get hard it's gonna be lonely but there's so many opportunities for you so go out and you know take on the world The even more beautiful thing is that if you decide to ever go back home, at least to live in the same city um, or nearby your parents, you have evolved, you have grown, you are an adult now, you have come into your own and hopefully your parents treat you as such and you can rebuild that relationship in a new way. It just, again, it colors your life so so you come back home with a fresh perspective on life and your city and the opportunities that are around you wherever you are. With that, like moving away from home or moving back home, however you do it, whichever way, there's no right way to do it. Again, I'm lucky that as a Latina, it's culturally, I think, a lot more acceptable for people to live with their parents until they're married. And I know that that's not, you know, something that is common in other cultures, but I'm really lucky that that is the nature of my culture and my parents are totally cool with it. Don't get me wrong. I am cramping their style, but... They also want me around. They have we have fun together. No matter how many times we bicker, we have fun together. Um, so it's it's not all bad. But with that, you know, the way that any experience shapes us and informs us and colors our experiences and colors our view of the world and people, etc. It allows us to become more accepting of others because you've been exposed to more types of people and you realize that people weren't raised the same way as you and not everyone's experiences are the same as yours and you just really never know what's going on in people's lives in in any shape form way whatever you really just don't know and it allows us to become more accepting of others because you've you've been exposed to more things and I think that's the beauty of having left home for college or after college and then even if you never return home but just having left where you grew up and experienced the world outside of your bubble no matter what we are we live in a bubble um, of our own our own surroundings and 
you know, until we break out of that actively ourselves because we want to, not because someone forced us to or circumstances popped the bubble, you know, we, we do live in a bubble. So it's really nice to break out of that and experience other things and then get to inform your own experiences and the way you approach things. And it just, it really does make a huge difference. So I think just having these experiences, this exposure, just, it allows us to become way more accepting and again, more independent too, because you, you survived, you did it. You got through whatever hard times you were facing. You, you learned a really valuable lesson, even if it was difficult and you were better for it. And I think that just goes to being more independent and self-sufficient and resilient and perseverance and you know those are two qualities that I've talked about um in myself that have people often say about me and you know I I have my own personal relationship with them but I think they are really great qualities to have and I'm grateful for those qualities so there are so many amazing things that come in post-grad life and they do often say that college is the best four years of your life and for me it wasn't I actually really did not like college and I've been open about that And I really struggled with, you know, the feeling that I was supposed to enjoy this. I was supposed to enjoy this time in my life and I didn't and something's wrong with me. But once I realized that there was more out there for me than college and that I'm not at my peak and I hope I never hit my peak because that means there's only one way to go and that's down. But just constantly evolving and that evolution and that strength to keep going no matter what and that confidence that comes from climbing another ladder climbing another rung on the ladder you know it's such a beautiful thing so being outside of college is actually really great and I thought law school was going to be the best time you know I knew it was going to be difficult but I knew that it would be the best you know it would it get me to where I want to be and it did but not in the way that I thought so for that, again, I'm very very grateful for the opportunity to go to law school because it is an opportunity, but it wasn't the best three years of my life. It's actually the worst three years of my life and collectively the worst seven years of my life, but I'm very grateful for everything that has come my way in the last seven years, especially in the last three. So there's so many great things that come with being postgrad. Don't look at it as this, like, it is the end of an era. It is the closing of a chapter. It is a really sad time. You are not seeing your friends anymore. You know, you're allowed to mourn that experience, but also look at it for what it is. It's an opportunity to start fresh and use everything you learned in the last few years and apply it to your life on your own terms. How beautiful is that? Not everyone gets that opportunity. Not everyone is so lucky. So if you have that opportunity, please use it and please share and tell me about it. Share with your friends. Encourage others to do the same because society puts a lot of pressure and emphasis on college being the best four years of your life or high school or whatever. And they think that once you hit a certain age, your life is over or certain things happen in your life is over. And that's not true. Your life is what you make of it. You get to, you know, you're the captain of your own ship. You steer it how you want. Um, but yeah, I mean, oh, I could keep going, but there's, I got one question. What post-grad life change did you not see coming? And again, I talk about it with friendships, but I, I honestly didn't see this joy for life coming either. 
and I'm really damn happy and proud of myself for that growth and the opportunities that are coming my way because of that growth. And I think that's what makes it all the more sweet. And I'm just really excited, guys, to take you along with me on this journey. And I wish I had more questions to answer, but I think I covered quite a bit already on here. And I'm just really excited and I'm really happy that I get to share it with you all here on the podcast. You know, law school has been such a a pivotal time in my life, a transformative time in my life. And like I said, like part of me is sad that it it's over because I'm not the same girl that I was when I started it. But I'm really damn proud that I'm not the same girl and that I get to share that evolution with you guys and that I get to share that experience and my experiences with you guys and hopefully encourage you and inspire you to look out for all the opportunities, even if they don't seem like an opportunity, even if, you know, it's a, it's not a fun one, but they are opportunities and there are so many great things to come for all of us. And I am going to log off for the evening. I am so excited to just sit back, relax, cuddle with my dog, enjoy my wine, check on social media for a little while, enjoy my evening the little bit left before I go to bed so I can do it all again tomorrow there's so many things that I could say to close out this episode but I just really want to say thank you I know we are approaching a year of the podcast which is really exciting but truly this podcast came at a time in my life where I was so alone and so disillusioned and just not in a good place and it was my way of sharing my life and my experiences and using my stories to help and encourage and inspire people because I didn't feel like I was making a difference at school. I really didn't know where my life was going. I didn't know which way was up. I didn't know which way was down. I didn't feel like I belonged and I really was just struggling. Even though I knew what I wanted to do, I hadn't really, it just wasn't clear to me yet that it was possible. Like, I knew it was, but, like, nothing truly had been, like, okay, I'm gonna do it. I was still just going through the motions because I was so sad, honestly. But having now come out on the other side and graduated, walking across that stage, if you've seen my TikTok, I didn't cry, and I didn't really get emotional, but it just, I did it. And just knowing that I did it and knowing that I get to share that with you guys, I just, it is something that is truly so special and it means the world to me. And I know I say that a lot, but I I don't take it lightly at all. And it means so much to me to get messages that you guys enjoy these episodes and I've helped you in any way. And all I ever wanted was to be the girl I wish I would have had when I was going through these experiences and if I can be that for you please 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 allow me to be if you feel comfortable sharing please let me know please leave a rating and review if you don't want to dm me or message me or email me personally share the love and not just with me and of the podcast but do that too but just you know I hope that with everything going on in the world we all are facing our battles We all have our demons, but, 
using our gifts to help improve the world even a little bit, leave it a little bit better than when we found it. And I just am so grateful for you guys. And I, I can't believe that I did it, that I graduated from law school and everything that has happened since. And I'm so excited to be able to continue sharing with you guys. And there's so many big things coming and I knew I was teasing it for so long, but now I can finally share what I'm up to, what my life is going to look like. Um, yeah, I'm going to be an influencer marketing consultant and attorney. I'm going to have a management agency and I'm going to travel and I'm going to experience new things. I'm going to meet a whole lot of new people and I'm going to work with brands that I love. And I hope along the way, of course, I find a partner to do it all with and someone who loves me and respects me and appreciates me and my ambition and encourages me and supports me and that we could build in a beautiful life together here in Miami traveling abroad and I hope to have a family someday and I can't wait to have my own house and decorate and you know there's just so many things so so many things and I have never had such an excitement for my life than I do now that I have graduated and I'm truly I could cry and I think I sound like I'm about to and I'm not. It's just, I'm, I'm exhausted and I'm emotional, but I truly could cry just thinking about it because three years ago, the Kayla that I was then truly could not have imagined that I'd be the Kayla that I am right at this moment. And with that, thank you guys so, so much for listening. I really hope you guys liked it. I know I talked for an hour completely by myself, but you know, I'm just, I'm feeling good and I'm feeling chatty and you know that that's rare. So I'm really happy that you guys tuned in. If you made it this far, please let me know something that you're really excited for in the future in your life, whatever big or small, whatever it is, share it in the reviews, in a comment on the latest post, DM me, send me an email, message me. Please share with your friends. Send this to someone who needs to hear it. Ask me more questions about anything that I've talked about and I will definitely do a Q&A on stories or do a Q&A and an upcoming solo intro. And I can't wait for more episodes of the Let's Get Candid podcast. Thank you guys again so, so much for joining me on this crazy journey that we call life and on the podcast. And stay tuned for all the great episodes coming because there is some really, really good ones. And we talk all about this and more. But thank you guys so much for listening and I will talk to you guys next week.